Hello and welcome once again to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here. And uh, tonight we have the Star Realms Pre-2-8 tournament coming up for you. I'll be um, staying home, really focusing on this one, trying to uh, get the win and see what we can do. I'll also give a little bit of um, narration, if you will, commentary as the tournament proceeds. We'll check in on the standings. I'll let you know what's going on in other places of the bracket. I've been focusing on this time travel format that's coming up for tonight. This is Colony Wars, uh, bases, heroes, and fleets. And um, I've noticed something small, I guess. But I noticed this because I went on a little losing skid yesterday. I lost like maybe four in a row, now five in a row maybe, kicked one back. But uh, I found myself trying a lot to use stealth tower and uh, fighter bases to get like a consistent discard base deck um, where you get a, you get some scrap going and you get like a star barge or a lancer or something and you just start to feel like you can lean that way and force your player to discard routinely and those things have really not worked for me. They get close, kind of. They go off for three or four discards every once in a while because you think that if you get those bases up, it's going to be three every turn and when they can't clear them you're going to keep hitting them for those discards over and over but unfortunately it doesn't happen um what my opponents have done and i've realized is a very successful counter countermeasure strategy here is you have to have a spiky deck maybe this is obvious but if you're only going to get to use two cards those cards have to be very powerful to knock through this thing and i would say in at least two of the four games i've played like this my opponent got uh, Leviathan, which just shreds through that discarding base uh, wall. So, um, number one, yes, Leviathan continues to be an amazing card. And number two, um, yellow discard decks are really hard to pull off. That's about all I got for now. Pop on later. See you then. Let's talk Star Realms pre-season two here. I want to give you an update on the standings. Through seven tournaments of the ten, Rollin Paws in first place with 32.1 standings points, but no tournament wins individually. Um, had two second-place finishes the last two weeks, so perhaps he's due. And then he's had, um, I guess they call it a fourth-place finish. Do they call it fourth or third? Third-place finish, I guess, um which got him 4.5 points three different times uh, and never finished with less than 2.3 points. So Roland Paw is doing very well. In second place with 28.6, we have the Real Void, last week's winner. And uh, just a string of good, good finishes, 4.5s and 2.3s. Bry is Tupid, the Tupidest, the number one player lifetime um, is the third-ranked player in the, in the uh, standings for the Star Realms Prix. The only player to have won two of the seven tournaments thus far. He won week one, and he won week four. Um, apart from those strong finishes, he has had 3.5 finishes, which means I think he, he's out in the second round. Angry Panda comes in fourth place, 25.9, 2.2 standings points behind Bryce Tupid. Agent Seto. 24.9, a win for each of those two players. 
And then down in eighth place, the other winner, CC Kinnison. A lot of point fives on his rap sheet. And down at 12th, just below B- Baby Girl, uh, your boy Paul Solomon. The top 16 here will advance to the Invitational. And right now that goes down to Yarboa. So in the top 16 currently, Yarboa, Homer Jr., Dusto, Magnetic, Paul Solomon, Baby Girl, Colin McLeod, Cranky Day, CeCe Kinnison, Sarah T., who did win. She did not win. She was second place in week two. Um, C. Fudge, Agent Seto, Angry Panda, Bryce Stupid, Rail Void, and Rollin Paul. Pick up on last year, or the last season, I suppose, <clears throat> coming through the 10 tournaments, um, first place in the standings was Rollin Paul, followed by Cranky Day, I believe. And Rollin Paul advanced several rounds, beating Colin McLeod, Dark Lighter, but falling to B.W. Landry in the semifinals. Ultimately, it would be B.W. Landry and Cranky Day in the uh, finals, and Cranky took it 2-0. Cranky Day made his finals appearance on a 2-1 win over Seafudge, who, as we saw, is doing okay in Season 2. So looking forward to more of this. An update for the rest of the season. Tonight we have Star Realms pre-2-8 with the... um, what do we call it? The time travel format. 2-9. see if I can pull this up real quick. 2-9 is going to be on the 22nd, and the format is anti-up. This is vanilla, gambits, and cosmic gambits. I don't know why that's anti-up, but I guess gambits up the ante somehow. Um, that should be interesting. Maybe some complaints about randomness coming for that. And finally, we have throwback for the final tournament of the season. This is WIF, <laughs> W-H-I-W-H-1-F, which is a throwback to, uh, uh, I think, a double WIF happening in the finals of one of these events a while back. Maybe, I can't remember who it was. One, a really great star, um, YouTube video of that. I have to find it. Maybe it was Matt Cutter Newberg and Rollenpaw. I'd have to go back and find the data. Um, so Colony Wars, Heroes, Year One Promos, Fleets. That should be fun. That will be March 28th. So stay tuned here. The season is heading toward its conclusion, and tonight could be a big night. See you then. Question of the daytime. Picking up on my first segment, as we talked about uh, like a discard base strategy um, with, with fighter bases and royal redoubts or imperial palace, stealth tower, whatever you can get out there, get a strong discard three four five every turn how does that work i mean how do you how do you come upon that strategy is it a late game development as things scrap out and you slowly move the discards in for a late game win is it something you can actually start in deck one um do you see lancers out there in star bar you take like lancer star barge star barge trade pod i'm not trade pod trade bot on turn one turn two first deck and then try to capitalize that and then just try to scrap down to that or how does it happen because i think it's one of the most i think number one it's one of the most fun things you can do in the game i mean it's terrible for your opponent but it's one of the most powerful because they are truly helpless in that case um but it is pretty hard to pull off so i'm curious for those of you that have gotten discard fives discard sixes discard sevens just those those routine checkmate decks how do you uh, how do you build that? Call into the show. Let me know your thoughts. Um, catch you later. We'll check in with this one, and uh, 
I'll try to figure it out. Maybe I can make it happen later today. See ya. We got a write-in today from Star Empire 8. And he says, and keep in mind, Star Empire 8 is a huge fan of yellow. Uh, can't keep his hands off him. He says, ah, yes, this is where the fun begins. Discard five decks are the key to an automatic victory against any player, but they're hard to get. The key to a discard five deck is starting early with cheap yellow cards like Imperial Fighters, Star Barges, Star Barges, Lancers, and Imperial Frigates. Another equally important part, I assume, is the big scrapper, Arc, Brainmold, Machine Base, which steals the victory. It's okay if you don't have five discard cards in your deck. The scrap cards might be even more important. One will show up eventually for the final fine addition to my collection. Um, there you have it. Some words of wisdom from uh, Star Empire 8. He, of course, recognizes the importance of the scrap there. And um, if you're not picking up some of those references, um, he's a huge Star Wars fan as well. Hence, in his uh, in-game name, Empire is all capitalized. So it's it's like sort of an empire type of a star empire. You get it. Anyway, uh, thanks, Star Empire 8, for the write-in. I do appreciate it. And one last addition... Darwin Castle, creator of Star Realms, uh, commented on Facebook to let me know. I said it was pretty difficult to pull off a discard five. He said that is intentional. As you might imagine, the game would be pretty crazy broken if you could just get your players to discard five, like at any reasonable percentage of the time. Uh, thank you, Darwin. Thank you, Star Empire 8. We got another little write in here from Jay Graphius, uh, JKMNO. He's a former guest of the show, and he writes in to say, you can and should do it on the cheap. You need heavy scrap, like enough scrap to scrap your scrappers. That's right. That's an interesting thing. A cantrip or two, Corvette Service Ship Falcon does nicely, and cheap Imperials, Imperial Fighters, Imperial Frigates, etc. Fighter bases and battle barges work best. Uh, fighter bases prolong the game. Battle Barge doubles the fun and creates a nice punch. But even the off-scorned fighters turn the trick. You can create a vicious deck with cards all costing four or less. And you are right, Jay, obviously. Um, one thing that Jay brings up here is the importance of cantrips. And if you're not a magic player, like I am not, you might not realize cantrip is a card that draws a card. So that'd be survey, ship, falcon, corvette, etc. Cargo launch, even. Here's why those are so important to these decks is if you are at the stage in your game where you're heavily scrapped out and you put up, you know, two fighter bases or something, a royal readout and fighter bases, and they're going to get knocked out until you can get your finishing blow, and they'll be in your discard pile. Even if your deck's very small, some of your bases will end up on your discard pile at the start of your turn. You need those little draw cards to pull them back out and get, as, and get you know, as much discard power as you can. So that's a really, really key point. Thank you, Jay. All right, catch you later. Quick update here. Tonight at 8 p.m. on twistgaming.tv, you'll be able to check Rob Doherty, uh, White Wizard Games CEO, talking about Frontiers, hopefully giving out some sneak peeks and updates, maybe some stuff we haven't heard. Give that a check out. I'll be playing SRP, but I'll let you know what happens after that. See ya.
Okay, the Star Realms Pre 2-8 is underway. In the first round, Silent Owl got an advance off a of DQ. Serum disqualified. Dusto over Hypaspist. <laughs> Magnetic loses to Polite. I think it's Pop. I don't know what it is, honestly. Polite, South Carolina. I think it's actually Politess. See, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, Agamon disqualifies Stips, advances. Yarboa beats Rayoran. And I beat Jay Sherland in a not very close one. Um, Peacekeeper did a lot of the work there. Round two, Rollinpaw, who had a bye in round one, beats Silent Owl, sends him packing. Cranky Day had the bye, and uh, as did Colin McLeod. Colin McLeod comes away the winner on that one. Stips beats the real void Luke Mars, who, as we saw, was high on the leaderboard, made the bye as well. And CC Kinnison over Baby Girl, both have both players had a bye there. We have uh, I played a very tough match against Sarah Tatashev. Um, came down to the wire. She played a pretty thorough yellow deck with a little better scrapping than I did, but I had again Peacekeeper, uh, which kind of made up the difference in a couple heroes that kept things going. Um, close game after all. I will play Briah's Tupid. Mr. Number One here in round three, the quarterfinals. Looks like we will have Stips and CC Kinnison. Agent Seto waiting the uh, winner of Seafudge and Politesk. That's how I'm going to say it, sorry. And Rollin Paul and Colin McLeod are underway. So I'm going to check into this game and we will get it going. Stay tuned for more. Exciting times continue on the Star Realms Pre. Let's check in with the brackets. Uh, Brian Stupid and I had a very good battle, um, but he never quite got a lot going together, and I had a big bunch of bases, some of which scrapped, like Border Fort. And in the end, it was just a big old base wall. I used uh, Aging Battleship to draw all my bases forward, and he couldn't clear them. I had the Central Station and Stealth Tower, and some very good things happened at the end. In the... Uh, Round two, Seafudge and Politesk still playing. Um, Politesk, call into the show. Let me know how to pronounce your name properly. But in the quarters, we have Colin McLeod advancing over Rollinpaw. Agent Seto awaits his opponent. And Stips has beat CC Kinnison. So I head uh, into the semis to play Stips. Stay tuned for more. All right, welcome back. SRP coverage continues. Um, the good news is Stips and I had a very good semifinal match. Um, it was very close. I thought I was going to lose. It was about 20-20 before I blew open for 30 damage or something. Um, so I advance to the finals here, and I await my opponent. We have Agent Seto and Politesk playing their quarterfinal match. The winner will face Colin McLeod in the semifinals, and I'll play the winner of that. Um, very close match, and actually the storage silos, I had two of them, which never really comboed together, but they kept me afloat. And again, just as in the Bryce Stupid match, I saw Border Fort and Warning Beacon kind of pinging off each other to do some good stuff. Um, so maybe that's kind of a key of this format, I'm not sure. I haven't seen that happen a whole lot, but as I say, I haven't been winning a whole lot in this format prior to today. Uh, one thought I had in the Bryce Stupid match... I think the key moment in that, I had 9 or 10 bucks, and I could have taken Incinerator pretty early on in the game, and I passed it up for Ravager 
and like a healing card or something like that because I had two scrappers and um, really needed to push attack with him. Uh, can't remember the details there. I'll have to watch it back. But uh, that's one of the things I'm learning about this game, really, is you've got to know when the best card on the table is not the best card on the table. Um, these things really are situational, and so you got to know when to pass up a brain world or whatever the case, a central office, because um, they're just not what your deck needs. Anyway, feeling good. I'm actually glad that I've got this little respite before I face the uh, finals because um, nerves definitely have me going. So very excited with the performance so far. It's been a phenomenal tournament. So cool to watch these other players advance as well. Um, so stay tuned for the finals. Let you know how this goes. Exciting times here on Star Realms Minicast. Uh, first thing I learned is that uh, Politesque, as I was pronouncing it, the C stands for Chris, and that's because that player is Chris. Chris. Politis. So it's it's Politis C, and he would beat Colin McLeod and join me in the finals where I would take the win, my first tournament win of all time. Very exciting. Um, this was a close match, and in almost every single match I played tonight, um bases 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 which makes sense when you're playing with bf those expansions were designed to have that happen and in the finals match oracle was the mvp oracle Battlebot scrapped down very hard bioformer and trade wheel did a lot of good things with cargo pod a lot of ally attacks and um well played by chris politis but i get the win tonight very exciting um Next week's Star Realms Pre, I'll have to double-check the format. We'll be uh, playing that all week. I'll let you know what I think of it. And excited for more. Very excited for more. I'll see you next time. And until then, I'll see you on the realms. Bye-bye.